news it's time for cool news this is the new recurring intro segment where but where fucking uh when cool news crosses my desk all right okay dave mattingly let's go no i decided my anchor name is is rory rory mononym Oh, it's just Rory. I love Rory Monaghan. Because there's too That's many a great name. There's too many hard ass anchor names already. Yeah. There's the one you said. There's Don Lemon. Jack Spears. Jack Spear. Sing. Is it Spears? I think so. Spear. Whatever. Fucking Katie Couric. Fucking I. Uh, I. Uh, the old ones all had hard ass. The names. old. You know the old ones. What was the what, Walter Cronkite? Yep. Elder God. Eat Walter, my ass. Wa- old Cronkite. Old Come one. On. Walter, Walter Cron- Cronkite. So there's too many hard ass fucking anchor names. So you're Rory? I'm Rory. And this is cool news with Rory. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, some, cru- some cool news. There's so much news out there these days. Can I tell you a story really quick <sighs> before you sure. tell me the news? Yeah. When I was a little kid, uh-huh. I used to pretend to be a dog because that was like funny. Mm. And I would l- chase my mom around the house. Um, because that's what you do when you're a little kid. Mm. And I, that, that was Rory. I was, I was Rory the dog. Okay. <laughs> so uh, there's so much fucking news. And some cool news crossed my desk. And because uh, there's just so much news out there. And, you know, it, not all of it's good or bad. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. I'm not saying anything about it. It's just a lot. Um, so I thought maybe it'd be nice to inject, to remind people that, like, sometimes there's cool news. Yeah. And the cool news that was sent from two different people, uh, two different listeners, thanks mm-hmm. to both of you. Uh, this is an NPR article, and we're going to comment on it. So this is within fucking fair use, NPR. Uh, for, for Subway, a ruling not so sweet. Irish court says its bread is <laughs> says its bread isn't bread. And we're just going to read through some of this article. And uh, what I like about this article is that it is even. I mean, especially by NPR standards, this article is basically a hit piece. In a decision shocking to those familiar with the five dollar footlong, Ireland's Supreme Court has ruled Subway bread isn't actually bread. And <laughs> so, feel free to comment. Stop me whenever you want. At least not legally. That's because its bread has too much sugar, the court said Tuesday. The country's value-added tax act of 1972 says tax-exempt bread can't have sugar. Fat and bread, improver, exceed 2% of the weight of flour. In Subway's recipe, sugar makes up 10% of the weight of the flour, according to the judgment. That's five times what the law deems acceptable. The law distinguishes bread as a staple food from other baked goods that are or approach confectionery or fancy baked goods. In other words, the court found that Subway's bread is perhaps legally closer to cake than bread. (laughs) And that's what I just, just some fucking Uh, salami between two little Debbie cakes. 
I love it. And as a result, Subway was not able to get away with having 0% value-added tax on their bread. So that's awesome. Subway dismissed the argument that its bread isn't legit. Quote, Subway's bread is, of course, bread. We have been baking fresh bread in our restaurants for more than three decades, and our guests return each day for sandwiches made on bread that smells as good as it tastes. A Subway spokesperson said in a statement before quietly rowing away, never to be seen again. (laughs) Like, I just, French toast is also bread. You know, like, but it's it's bread before you fuck it up. Yeah. I'm just saying like you're, you can, you can call it bread if you want, but it's how many grams of sugar? It's 10% of the weight. It doesn't say like how many grams or I'm not, I'm not saying that's what I was looking for. 10% of the weight. Yeah. It's a lot. That's, um, it's just like quite a bit, you know, quite a bit. I guess. So my point is maybe it's quite a bit. Um, so, and then it also mentions that Irish subway franchisees, like all Irish, subway branches for lack of a better word are owned by book finders limited which is definitely which is definitely a slush fund like, like that's, that's not a, a real shell corporation that's a shell that's not like book finders limited yeah so so the subways are definitely doing some laundering in this situation i would i would guess so here's your here's your grams a six inch subway bread roll contains three to five grams of sugar except for gluten-free which has seven. <laughs> this isn't the only time Subway has faced pushback on how it describes its food. In 2013, Subway was sued after a viral social media post showed that one of the chain's advertised footlongs wasn't actually a footlong. Subway started measuring its sandwiches, but a settlement in the case was dismissed as, quote, utterly worthless. The following year, the chain removed azodicarbonamide, a chemical found in yoga mats, from its breads. After an online petition went viral calling for its removal. See, and like, w- and originally, originally, when I first, when you first read me the headline, I was like, oh, it's not bread because it's still plastic. It's not bread because it's still made out of squishy yoga mat material. Oh, no, it's not <laughs> bread because it's cake. <laughs> it's cake. Oh. So when they had to remove the azacardaminamide, fucking the they sub- put sugar in instead sub- subway corporate's like well there goes our bread that's our filler yeah that's eight that's most of the bread yeah. so what are we gonna i guess sugar sugar we'll fill I it guess in with sugar we'll, we'll fill the gaps with yeah we'll fucking perhaps ireland going back to the article perhaps ireland's ruling in regard to subway can be categorized with other carb-based debates like whether hot dogs and burritos are sandwiches the state of new york says yes the u.s department of agriculture says no <laughs> Subway already weighed in on on the hot dog sandwich debate, by the way. In 2010, it sent a cease and desist letter to a Florida hot dog restaurant for using the term footlong. No, because footlong hot dogs were a thing before footlong subs. The The company later decided hot dogs are, in fact, not sandwiches and recanted the letter. None of that last bit had to be in the article. And so that's but, why I think this article is a hit piece and I appreciate it for that. It, yeah. it is a hit okay, piece. Okay, there at the end, I was I forgot that we were reading an NPR article yeah. because they did just bring in the fact that Subway sued a, a, somebody over hot dogs, footlong hot dogs, which have been a thing for quite some time. The second yeah. we were like, oh, we can make a big old sausage, we made a big old sausage. The, uh, the article's by uh, Reese Oxner. And I just feel like Reese Oxner has not gotten to do a good article lately. It's all been like COVID news and like... Good job, Reese. It's been a real grind for Reese. And yeah. Reese, finally, something juicy, something literally, fine. slipped across Reese's desk. Oh, man. And here we are. And Reese decided, you know what? I'm going to take down Subway. Let's fucking... Let's... You know, everybody let's, else let's is... Let's go. Everybody else is getting their moment in the sun of public scrutiny. 
let's throw Subway out there and see. Remember that time they got sued for yoga mats? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time they sent a de- cease and desist letter to a hot dog stand? Like assholes. Like assholes. Uh, that, so that's cool news. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm Rory. <laughs> Coming at you live. We got breaking news. The tiger, the tiger in Knoxville. Yeah. Never did get seen never, or caught. Never did find him. Never did get any oh, v- evidence. Never did get him. Rats. On this show, we search the internet for the zaniest, wildest, wiliest things people have to say about just about everything. And we gather those reviews from your favorite crowdsource review platforms and bring them here to surprise you and surprise each other and bring some cool news. We did cool news. Um, uh, but uh, you know what? I don't know if that was the funniest thing. So let's get right into some reviews. Let's fucking yeah. do it. Let's hit it up. Okay. You just uh, we'll, look, do, we'll do cool news again. What are you but doing? I think, yeah. Um, what, are you, what are you doing? Because I'm going first. Yeah. Uh, I'll reserve. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, what's the thing when you don't vote on something? Abstain. I'm going to abstain. Welcome. Oh, no. To the belligerent bibliophobes. Oh, no. Book nook. Oh, those waveforms are dastardly. All right, good. Welcome to the spooky book nook. It's a spooky book nook. Is it already? This is going to come out, I guess, mid-October, so that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Okay. That, I'm getting everybody in the mood. It's a slow rev up. Mine is not Halloween related. So we'll do we'll do a half step and then we'll do like some pretty Halloween stuff and then we'll go really fucking hard. And then we'll go really fucking hard. We'll we'll straight up violent, gory, uh, even. Yeah. Because now we've decided that that's who we are now. Now we're spooky people. We're goths now. We are committing this October to be a little bit more gothy, to maybe be a bit spooky, enjoy some horror content, which is not a thing we do. We're going to go out of our way. We're going to watch some Monster Land. Yeah. No, we're uh, not. I did not agree to watch Monster Land. Oh, no. I super want... We're going to do that tonight. Okay. I really want uh, to. Yeah. N- okay. I mean, uh, you're busy tonight, but like maybe later. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk about Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. That's a classic. Are you ready? An oldie but a goodie. Yeah, An let's oldie do but it. a goodie. On this edition of How Many Ways Can Amazon <laughs> Misprint One Book? <laughs> is this the one with Bela Lugosi in it? No, this is a book. Oh, it's the book one. Okay. This is the book one. From Bram, Bram is the, Stoker. Is this the one with Keanu Reeves in it? No, this is the book. Oh. Is this the Mel Brooks one? This is the book. Okay. Ken has a one-star review. Uh-huh. Incorrectly spelled author name. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, the author's name, Bram Stoker, is spelled wrong on the cover and spine. It is correct inside. Oh, wow. I'm not trying to be picky, but I am a collector of Bram Stoker's Dracula. The published date is supposed to be October 10th, 2019, but it is actually December 26th, 2019. I wanted this book for the cover and the published date, which is my birthday. I am not 100% happy. Um, and the cover of this book does say Bran Stoker. Like Brand, the muffin. Bran Stoker. Um, I mean, so A, you got to have a hobby. Got to have a hobby. Whatever floats your boat. Uh, B, I I ordered this 1920 special coin because it matches my birthday and fucking the eagles upside down, and I didn't want that on this special coin. <laughs> I wanted an upside right eagle. I can't take this upside down eagle coin. 
for my collection. <laughs> but, That's not how this works. <laughs> I, I'm going to send back this special misprint coin because it's a misprint and I want a real one with my birthday on it. Thank you. Signed collector of coins, which is a normal thing to collect. Listen, collecting copies of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram collector of Bram Stoker's, Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. That's not a thing people say. This is a vampire. And that's fine. But it's not. That's fine. I don't accept vampires in our society. I I'm going to come down hard on that quick, I guess. I, I'm going to lay down a line. Okay. And I just wish that... I'm accepting of everybody else. I wish that Ken had gotten their birthday okay. on, on, on Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula. Okay? I yeah. just imagine that's disappointing. I, I don't care about a vampire's feelings. Vampires don't have feelings, I don't think. Or do they? I guess it depends on which one you watch. Angel does. Yeah. Spike does for a couple of seasons. The glittery ones do. I feel like Julius has some feelings. Okay, we got Julius Because they have a one-star review. Okay. My whole copy is printed in reverse. Okay. What like on a, earth? Like a manga. Question mark, okay. question mark, question mark, question mark. Are other copies like this? Question mark. The entire book is printed from last page to first page, and it's actually making me feel like kind of insane. <laughs> and I spent a while trying to figure out, like, so is it is it like pay, at the back of the book, you flip yeah. it over as though it was like written in Hebrew or a yeah. language where you read like left to right. So is it like, yeah, or like a manga? Is it right. like one, two, three, four, five? I, and then it's like, or is it? Are they backward? I don't. Yeah, this is this is an area of incompetency. I can't do knots. I can't do like tying knots. My brain can't do it. I don't do space super good, so I don't even understand. But yeah, I think it's I think it's the very back, and then you like read it backwards yeah. uh, from right to left. I assume you'd have to. It's completely yeah. flipped. That's fun. That's fun. That's a fun little That's adventure. A fun little adventure. And then if you finish reading it backwards to front, yeah. The book magically corrects itself. And yeah. then also, your dead dog comes back. <laughs> you know you, what I you always unlock, think about? You unlock the magic. Of Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yeah. And a, and a hell portal opens up and there's, there's Mitzi. Aw, Mitzi. Mitzi comes out. Mitzi is half bones. That's okay. So it's not, you know, not as cuddly as, as Mitzi used to be. But you know what? Now Mitzi's a bone dog and that's okay. Yeah. You know what I always think about? Shit, you know how fucking that must drive a dog crazy when it's when, oh, it's, when it's just made of bones. When it's all bones. Oh no. Bone dogs must lose their mm, fucking minds. They must lose their fucking minds. Always burying their own legs and shit. You know how um you know how Nog intentionally failed that that the, the first test to get into Starfleet. Okay, so we're we're making a deep reference to deep space just to rope our listeners in for once because we've been really bad about this. We lately. have just been. To, just to rope y'all in. Jess has decided to make a very deep reference to what? Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Anyway, Nog, a character, almost is is gonna get into Starfleet, but then intentionally fails a spatial reasoning test. Uh huh. And every and I think all the time how you would not be able to get into Starfleet because you would fail it unintentionally. I wouldn't want to be in, I don't want to work that hard. I, I just, that, and I was trying to say it four minutes ago, but you yeah. haven't stopped talking. So I haven't had a chance to like say it, but okay. I just wanted to tell everybody that you wouldn't get into Starfleet because you would fail the spatial reasoning yeah. exam on, I, but not on purpose. Yeah, no, I, uh, but I, I would fail it on purpose. I don't want to wear a uniform, you know? Elijah has a one star uh -huh. review. Very used. 
There was tons of annotations, and it was missing a few pages along with a few inappropriate doodles of the human anatomy. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Dicks or vaginas? What do you think? I think it's a titty book. Titties. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a titty book. Well, because that's. I mean, if you're getting if you're getting fucked over and you're having to read Brand Stoker's Dracula, which is not the the right way to consume that media, it's been adapted. But you got your options. You got your Keanu. You got your. Uh, I swear to God, there uh, Van Helsing. You got that one. That's got Dracula in it. I think ostensibly. I think <laughs> ostensibly it's ostensibly like Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen has like some vampire stuff. There's just a lot of stuff that's like in that orbit. You have a lot of content to enjoy yeah. that isn't book. And I just think. If you're getting fucked over and you have to read Bram Stoker's Dracula as like a quest or a grade or something that you have to do for like school or work or because your parents are making you do it or because maybe you like got caught shoplifting or something like you just have to. Or maybe you collect it. I just think the thing that Hollywood has done right with a lot of Dracula vampire content is to make sure there's a lot of tits. And that's probably what's oh. missing from the book because it's an old shitty book that sucks and you have to read it. Have you ever read the book that you're just taking a giant dump on? No. Okay, me neither, which is why I'm re- why I'm reserving my judgment. Right. I don't... It's more of a general, you know. Okay. I just feel like if there's, a, if there's that many movies, you don't have to turn on your special desk lamp. You can just watch the movies and, you know... This is and a, then there's tits and those. Oh, I, I have never. You've never just been against books, and that's like just a very strange. Stance. I'm not against books. No, I just like because you're coming off very like just anti-book right now, yeah, which I know. is like a kind of a weird. I I know that neither of us have been super big readers yeah. because we've gotten really busy but neither neither has it ever been anti-book before See, and it's just kind of a new thing that you're trying yeah out. well so, but here's the thing though it's very fun as see i'm an english major so i've earned the right i don't think most people it have. really annoys me when when other people go all anti-book you know like they're on their twitch stream or whatever and they're like oh books are for nerds like fuck that fuck you but i'm an english major and i've read a lot so i get to go down this dark road i don't think- and i can play in this space which is trust me and i know you're showing a lot of reluctance and hesitation <laughs> right now because books are perhaps under fire but i'm just saying <laughs> i'm in this space i'm in this anti-book space that we have often considered rather taboo i <laughs> the water extremely warm. i'm not an english major extremely so warm water. i evidently you're I, highly educated i am highly it's a beautiful space i have a i have a bachelor's and a i master's have two coronas science. and i only want one okay my i have a bachelor's and a master's of they science. have lemon wedges in them i feel delicious. like delicious i come you, join you me. have just told me i was not say allowed. something bad about books no amazon customer has a one-star review <laughs> Also, just to clarify, only extremely negative about Brand Stoker's Dracula or any other book that's been adapted a billion times. Pride and Prejudice? Fuck that. Dumpster it. You watch the fucking one with Anne Hathaway or whoever. It's fine. Crazy. So many typos. It's difficult to decipher. I bought this because it was the original version. There were so many typos in this that we had a hard time figuring out what parts of it said. I don't know if the original version had all these typos in it or not, but I would have not recommend this. We got a good laugh out of it, though. The first chapter is actually called The Story of the Door, but the typo in this book calls it The Story of the Boob. 
Just one example of the hundreds of typos and random symbols mixed in with other words. I have never seen anything like it. Okay, so but but here but the thing is, if you circle all those typos and put them together all on their own, they're going to spell a secret message. It's actually just if you circle all those typos, Mm -hmm. it's the script for Van Helsing. Yeah, SM has three stars. Not enough bats or birds in this story. Okay. And that's it. And that's it. That's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Bats and birds, huh? Not enough bats or birds in this story. The lack of bats is alarming. The lack of birds, I'm not sure why that's an issue. They spooky. Are they? I guess, yeah. Crows? Ravens? Spooky. I guess so. Well, there you go. Waiter, waiter. Uh, yes, hello. Can I? Yeah, I uh, I, I ordered these honey barbecue buffalo boneless chicken wings, and um, as you can see, they're pink in the middle. Uh, yeah, those do look a little. They're 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 very pink, and they do they do look a little pink in the middle. Yeah. Uh, can I get you some more? I would actually, I would like to speak to your manager. <sighs> okay, Dave. Yes, Dave. You'll have, to, you'll have to excuse Dave. He, he's an octopus. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I wanted to see the magic. Why is there a big octopus? So it's kind of horror. It's a horror one. It's a horror Chili's one. Um, that was seen from a Chili's. It was Interview with a Chili's. Interview with a Chili's. Let's get that again. That was Interview with a Chili's. <laughs> it, it, was, it, it was a one-person act. I want my money back, money back, money back, money back. Ribs. Yep, this is our recurring segment. I would like my money back ribs, please. If you don't mind. This is where we do reviews for chilies across the country. Where are we today? Well, I didn't realize I didn't realize we were turning towards Halloween cuz the other thing we're turning towards is uh, you know, sort of battleground states and tipping point states and all this sort of stuff that I'm actually turns out pretty wonky about but we don't talk about it much. Um So I thought it might be fun to look at reviews for chilies in uh, you know, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All right. Yeah. Okay. I just thought that might be nice. Okay. So you're just, you're just, you wanted to skip the fun light horror and go right to the existential terror. The gruesome body just, horror. The yeah. gruesome, like mentally really wrecking horror. Yeah. And you didn't, you just wanted to skip the fun stuff. This is true. Okay. You have given a true and accurate accounting of my behavior and my decisions. I feel exposed, called out. It's not true. I feel great. Uh, we have a one-star review for a Chili's in Philadelphia. Well, hot, Daniel. Yeah. Um, they're all going to be from Yelp. This is a Yelp segment. Uh-huh. Don't give a... F- there might, there's probably very funny reviews on TripAdvisor. Can you imagine that community going to a Chili's? You know no. they do. Uh-uh. You know they do. Uh-uh. Haven't read them. This they're going to tell Yelp. me about the napkins. I don't want to know. <laughs> this, this segment is just as much an exploration of the fun Yelp community and everything that Yelp offers our society as 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 it is an ex- an exploration of chilies and its particular kooky brand of southwestern cuisine we have a one star review for a chilies in philadelphia there's two chilies restaurants being featured here doesn't really matter which one i'm talking about one star this is from kendra kendra is a yelp elite user horrific <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Everywhere else around the convention center was packed, but Chili's was empty. I opted to sit at the bar for dinner. Cons. So we're starting with the cons. That's not good. Bartender barely acknowledged me. It took a long time for her to take my order, despite the rest of the bar being empty. Second con. My quesadilla was so greasy, it was like pepperoni pizza. <laughs> I had greasy like pizza dinner. Uh, I had to soak up the grease with napkins, and even then, I just couldn't stomach it. It's pretty hard to mess up a quesadilla, so this doesn't bode well for more complicated meals. <laughs> I, I just, I mean... Yeah, it is very, 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 very easy to make an overly greasy quesadilla. Is it? Yeah. You think? You just, you use bad cheese with, that's more fat than it is cheese. And you use <laughs> a lot of grease. You use a lot of grease in your pan. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty easy. Okay. I disagree. Uh, we're, we'll skip the pros. One star. <laughs> One star. If we're ready to keep talking about chilies. Never ever, but I will do it. One star. This one's from Ryan R. Ryan R is not a Yelp Elite user. Do not expect good service here. My group came here twice. So let, let, Sounds let, like let, two times too many, Ryan Ryan. Two times too many. Let's track this. This is a fun one. I caught a lot of good ones for this segment because it's chilies. By the way, also, we're back. And anytime I come home to the chili segment, <laughs> like... <laughs> It can be really hard sometimes to, to tie together a fun narrative of comedic reviews for something like Dark Side of the Moon. Like, it's kind of difficult. It can be, yeah. And there's a lot of digging through the dumpster mm-hmm. to get to the stuff that might work. And then even then, you're, take, you're, you're taking a chance every time. Yeah. Um, and y- I know you know where I'm coming from. With the chilies, I always feel like I'm coming home to a warm hug. Because <laughs> fucking, they never let me down. I'm just sitting They're on always I, nasty at the chilies. I'm sitting on the fucking toilet reading chilies reviews and it's just the funniest fucking thing. Like, you know, sometimes you just got to wrap yourself in the warm blanket yeah. of the things people will say about chilies. Yeah. Some people do TikTok. Some people do Clash of Clans. I do chilies reviews. One star. This one's from Ryan R. Do not expect good service here. My group came here twice and I'm not sure why we even gave it a second chance. <laughs> so... The first time we came here, it took our party two hours to get in and out. So that's a long time. That's quite some time. That's How long- large is the group? Do you uh, know? Eight. Oh, okay. That's still a while. We'll get to that. Yeah. It's a long time. Groups of similar size were seated after we were and left 30 minutes before us. It was ridiculous. So now, the, the, here we come. Here, here we're coming to the end of the sonnet. There's yeah. a there's a twist coming. Okay. Why the what the fuck happened, Ryan? What happened, Ryan? We decided to give it a second chance for drinks only, and they didn't want to sit eight people. We told them multiple times that we only wanted drinks. The customer service is terrible. If you want to eat timely and not spend your whole life at Chili's, please go somewhere else. Why would you go to a restaurant, request an eight top for just drinks? That's a wild thing to do. Perhaps it's a wild thing to do. At a family restaurant? At a family restaurant? Well, where they serve cheap booze, so I don't know. Yeah, but but like you go to the bar. You sit at the bar or you sit at the bar seating at a couple of tables. But if this is Chili's, they're going to have to push tables together. They're going to have to give you two, four tops for just drinks. This is not the biggest problem. I'm just, it's just kind of rude. It's kind of rude to go in with eight people and say, we just want drinks. It's a little rude. Yeah, go to a bar. But Go to uh, a bar. But the 
and I, I'm glad. See, I'm glad you did that. I'm glad we got that out of the way because yeah. now we can address the real re- elephant in the room, which is the fact that Ryan's name is Ryan R, and there's just too many R's. Oh, <laughs> there's too many R's. But also, also, you did you did show up and you did have a terrible time where you wasted two hours of your day, and you're, I mean, you're on a mortal coil, my friend. Yeah. You don't get in those two hours it back. It does tick down. None it of us does do. Tick down. Um. None of us. And then fucking so and then you come back? What are you what's your day? What are you doing? It, this, this, I think this is the one that's in downtown Philly. So like what are you doing? What kind of fucking monster do you have to be to go to a Chili's with your party of eight, have a bad time, and then somehow your whole group goes back either because they all voted badly on that one. They all came to a terrible Everybody ca- drew the short straw. A terrible earth-shattering consensus that makes no sense or whoever's leading the group is is not doing a good job wildly unhinged wildly unhinged doesn't care about anyone's good time i just the booze can only be so cheap to go back to where you like so viscerally wasted two hours of your life that you're gonna write a review about it on yelp just I baffling and then you're gonna go in and you're gonna say please sit in eight top for just drinks yeah so when Ryan R and Ryan's R, Ryan R's crew showed back up at the Chili's you know that hostess was like god damn it fucking hell god damn it this and they say I promise group. you we just want drinks please set us at a table <laughs> Yes, I understand that you will not make a very good tip on this eight top because we just want drinks. <laughs> but that's what I want to do. We have a three star review. This one's from Saverna. Saverna B. I can't understand why I di- don't get what I order every time I visit. I asked for the original chicken crispers and they gave me crispy. <laughs> then why <laughs> is it a selection on the menu? What's the what's the difference between original and crispy? Fuck, I was hoping you would tell me. Wait, they're wait, they're chicken crispers? Yeah, original chicken crispers. So are the original ones also crispy? They're crispers. I don't understand what's happening here. I think I think the original chicken crispers are grilled and, and unbattered. And I think they're called that just because they come out of the crisper drawer. And they're not even <laughs> They're not even kept in the crisper. They're just the chicken that fell into the crisper drawer from, you know, its sheet pan in the fridge where it was stored right next to the cooked chicken. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've never, I do a lot of Chili's content on Yelp, and I've never seen one that has a higher health score than 80. So, like, (laughs) they they still, you know, you got your raw chicken and your cooked chicken right next to each other, and sometimes you're going to bump the fridge, and a piece of chicken rolls off into the crisper drawer right next to your lettuce, which is always soggy. And then, fucking, that's your original chicken crisper. That's so gross. Oh, that's so gross. That's my best guess. It's Saverna, Saverna, that's my best guess. Get back to me if you have more. Yeah. We'll, we'll, um, yeah. We'll, 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 our contact information will be in the episode later. Five stars. <laughs> this one's from Spencer W. We're going a bit of a different direction here, okay? Five stars. Baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back. Chilies! Baby backed ribs! Took my nan here for her 87th, and she got the ribs and cheesecake. Needles to say, it was a good elope. (laughs) (laughs) And that's on $2 margaritas at the Chili's. $2 margarita night for Nan's 87th. For Nan's 87th. (laughs) 
Yeah. Getting drunk on Nan's dime. Chili. Uh, and we got one more to send us to the break. Three stars. This is from Charlotte H. A waiter got into a fist fight with a patron while I was here. Oh. And the margarita trios were excellent. I got dinner and a show. Oh, how many stars was this? Three. <laughs> I, that's a fair assessment. It's a fair rating for yeah. when for when a, a waiter, a and, waiter a and a patron get in a fist fight. But the margaritas are yeah. top notch. You, you get you, the margarita trio. I can only assume that's three. Or do you think it's a really big one where they mix three of them together? Like one of those chemistry experiments so it makes the yeah. layers? I hope it's that. It's and they like, serve it in like a big ass hurricane glass. Yeah. Or it's like when you go up to the soda machine, you get a little bit of everything. Yeah. Except with a lot of tequila. Mostly tequila. Yeah. If your life is a fucking mess. Yep. Send us a mail on the pony distress. If you have to. Uh, hey. Hey. Th- thanks, everybody, for reaching out. Uh, there's some emails we've been missing, so we're going to catch up on those today. But uh, to everyone else who's just been reaching out on Twitter, thank you so much. Uh, Stabby sent in a fun review for a romance novel about the coronavirus, which we're not going to get into, because why the fuck is that a thing? It That's did, not it, cool. It burned my eyes. Um, so I mean, I'm, I'm very thankful for knowing that it's there and reading it, and it was very funny to me. But this is yeah. a cool, safe place, except for all the times when I... Uh, condemn books, I guess, uh, is a thing I did. And um, hey, to everybody else who's been hanging out, we did a we did a community night in Among Us. That was strangely fun. It was it was pretty good. Knew, Thank well, you for everybody who came to that. I knew it'd be fun. It was a lot more fun than I expected. Y'all are the best. Uh, so that was cool. And can I read you something, listener Jack sent us? Yes, please. Um, so I want to read I want to read you this Amazon title that listener Jack sent us. For color change, crystal jelly, lipstick, star on women, long-lasting moisturizer, magic, temperature change, color, beauty, bright, flower, lip balm, makeup, display, lipstick for ladies, A. Cool. Okay. I know what... Oh, fuck. A. A. You do not want to see B. You do not want to see B. If if you see B, it's too fucking late. It's too late for you. Just die already. Yeah. Like, if you you get to B, uh -uh. uh-uh. Uh-uh. If you get to B, you might start to grasp what this product actually is. Which well, I am unclear on, <laughs> and I don't need to be clear. Let's let's rock. Let's rock. Do you want to see what it is? No. Okay, that's a. Can we toggle to B? Can you get B? I no. Uh, Jack didn't send us B. Oh, okay. Jack didn't want us to go there. Okay, fine. Thank um, you, Jack. Thank you. It's good to hear from you again. Uh, we also heard from Hollis a couple times. Hey, Hollis, I think we missed an email from you a while back, huh? Sorry about that. Thanks for getting our attention. Um, we have a review for a cat feeder. It's a. This is a a, a magnanimous moment. Okay, it's for a cat. It's a size one pack. It's a one pack of cat feeder. Can you believe it? One pack cat. I know. Normally they come in twos. Fuck. Uh, Jesus. So we got. (laughs) I've had my eye on this for a while and I'm so glad I finally got it. It is well made. And even though it is a simple concept, it is great enrichment for my kitty. I can see how much he enjoys the stimulation of digging out and catching his treats like prey. (laughs) Just like we have the same thing. And thank God, too. And it's rather entertaining to watch. I do have to keep an eye out for the dog, who has grown to appreciate this toy as well, because she sits next to the cat while he retrieves the treats, then jumps in and steals them after he does all the work. Oh, no! Finally, a little warning. Be prepared for the consequences of your kitty realizing how many fantastic new things he can do and get into with his newfound dexterity. Uh Uh-oh. 
I have seen Kitty dip his paw into my glass of kombucha to try to catch the bubbles. Aw, Kitty. Good news there is your kombucha is already rife with bacteria, so that's you can still drink it. It's no, fine. No, you can't. Don't drink it. You can it. still drink no, it. It's fine. No, don't drink it. It's already got toxoplasmosis in nope. it, probably. It's it one does, of the many kombucha bacteria not, that gives it that oh-so-delicious nope. stink. Uh-uh. I think so. Perhaps I, I even insist. Okay. It's not a true thing. It's but... the hill I'm dying on. Okay. Laid in bed and listened to him empty the entire change dish one coin at a time and found him running away with a mouthful of multicolored pipe cleaners after he dug them out of the craft box. (laughs) So this is absolutely a five-star toy that we love and highly recommend. Just be aware that Kitty may use this training for evil when they realize they can use their hands to make messes and rob you blind. I love it. I love it. Oh. All the coins out one at a time. So thank you, Hollis. Good to hear from you. Uh, and then I believe we have some updates on the on the Australia debacle. On the Australia debacle, what I um what I've been what I've been told is that Canberra is the correct formal pronunciation, but Canberra, some softening the R, is pretty universally accepted. All and it is a pretty ex- universally accepted alternative for people with stronger accents, but evidently nobody calls it Keenbra. No. But, except for, I guess, the people that do. Except for the people, we've been told both. Basically, so, both sides of this conflict have indeed doubled down. Doubled down. And I thought that, I thought Australia, see what I thought, like I thought we had, go, I thought we had gotten together and we'd done a little collab so that we could just pick the one, the one way to do it. Yeah. I thought, but I guess we're still, we're in it still. Uh, listener Reese shared with us the, the Keenbra perspective yes. along with... A lot of extremely inflammatory language about certain Australians, which was very funny and made me laugh. And I just wanted you to know that because I'm not going to read it because it's very inflammatory and I don't have any context. But listener Tim, thank you also. Yes. Thank you also. Um, so for, we have no clarity. We have no clarity. And we never will. And we never will. And, and that's And it. that's fine. Sometimes the toilet water goes left. Sometimes it goes right. But it does, no matter where you are, go down. <laughs> And with that, I would very much like to get back to the uh, book nook. Thank God we have a... The belligerent bibliophobes book nook. I regret ever making that a thing. It's a, it's an audio nightmare. You're an audio nightmare. We're going to talk very about Mary, Sh- Mary, Mary Wollstonecraft's Shelley's Frankenstein. Okay. A careful pronunciation of the name of the author. A bad pronunciation of the name of the book. Frankenstein. 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 Um, <laughs> is how we have to introduce this one i guess yeah i guess i just closed all the apps on my phone including my gallery okay there we go i gotta listen to frankenstein at some point what a, what a what a needless pointless bop if you haven't heard if you haven't heard frankenstein the song you gotta it's so it's there's just nothing else like it on this planet Robert has a one-star review. I thought Frankenstein was cool until I read the real story. Oh. Okay. That's fair. This book had a really good idea for a story. Too bad she couldn't describe feelings to save her life. It's amazing that in less than a year, a monster made from dead criminals can learn to speak better than I have been able to in my entire life. By the way, where did he get the pieces of dead people? Yeah, he just walked in a local morgue and picked up the pieces he needed. Sure, 
Well, if you have anything that you need to get done, do it before you read this book. I didn't think anyone could make a six hundred, a one hundred and sixty page book seems so long, and talk about repetitive. Well, I think I made my point. That review was from uh, twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. September, what the fuck? September, September twenty first, two thousand. So that was when Amazon was just selling books. This was this was an Amazon book. Amazon was just a humble book peddler on a bicycle at this point. Yeah. How the times change. Uh, so. I don't want this to get filtered through my earlier un- unnecessary hostility towards written literature. Uh-huh. But um, I will say that I have read Frankenstein. I read it as an adult and I did find it boring. And But that's just me. Yeah. It's nothing against... It's just me. I I, I have also read Fr- Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be... I don't want to bl- make a blanket statement about sure. literature from the... 19th century go but i feel but the same. Yeah. it's just really not for it's just really not at my a lot of it is not at my alley it's like watching paint dry yeah yeah you know yeah. and i and that, that's pretty it's pretty what well, i just i haven't read yeah. many things from from the bronte sisters yeah. i haven't read anything ever written by jane austen that's you know fine. like i it's just i don't read a lot of that i did i liked frankenstein more yeah. because it's the you know the yeah. mother of science fiction sure but you know, it, you get to the point in the book where it looked like this reviewer referenced where you're like, oh, this Frankenstein is not a not a mindless monster. This Frankenstein like reads and is smart. And that's not I want I want Frankenstein throwing. I want Frankenstein a the monster is named Frankenstein. I want that. No, I want I want I want that as the you starting want, point. Uh, the starting point is you want the Franken you want the monster to be named Frankenstein. Yeah, instead I want of the I want Frankenstein the monster throwing girls down wells uh-huh. that's the that's yeah. the content i want that's the content i want came here for creature feature yeah starring boris karloff probably Pro- probably or the guy from uh plan nine the big wrestler guy oh fuck yeah uh, let's get that guy in the de- in the in the fucking bolts with yes. the hair and the scar love it and throwing little girls down wells throwing little girls down wells maybe brian a has a too. one-star review okay the monster essentially just wanted a girlfriend basically yeah one of the most uninteresting and <laughs> self-indulgent dumpster fires i've ever read no wonder this uh, original text has been adapted to be more interesting. This book is the middle school reading of the 1800s. I understand it's a classic, but just because something is such does not mean it lives up to modern standards. The themes, trials, and tribulations of this novel have all been fascinating and succeeded by works that later date it. Not worth the read. While interesting, there is little substance to walk away <laughs> With Victor is insufferable and the language so falsely elegant, it becomes eye rolling. (laughs) Okay, well, that's harsh. So I just wanted to temper our conversation about mother of science fiction novel Frankenstein. Right. With what Brian has to say, calling it the most uninteresting and self-indulgent dumpster fire they have ever read. As usual, fuck Brian. But this, interestingly. Yeah. This review was when it written 20 years after the last one we read. Oh, yeah. This is from January 27th, 2020. Okay. Um, so Brian didn't know the definition of a dumpster fire yet in January yet, no. of 2020. Or maybe Brian does. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Who the fuck knows? But yeah, that there you go. That was a fun one. It was a lot of harsh language 
for a classic book. A lot of harsh language. As we always see in this segment. And felt like it could really, you could just shorten it all to just what the, it was all a bunch of, it was all a bunch of garbage after the first sentence. You could just sum that whole review up to Frankenstein's kind of an incel, huh? Well. Like a little bit. And that's weird. Do you mean Victor? Because. No, nah, the monster. Oh, okay. Yeah, the monster. Okay. Uh, and that's weird. Frankenstein. And that's weird. It's not Frankenstein. MK can sum it up. One star. Hard to read. Written in the formal old style English. Uh-huh. One star in old style English. There it is. It, it is hard to read. One star. One star. One star. One star. Oh, man. Uh, fucking try Beowulf. There's a good one. Oh, my God. Read Beowulf. Ba- it's hard to read. Read okay. one sentence of Beowulf. Or try. Oh, my God. You'd have to, you'd have to like, clockwork orange your eyes open for that one. I, There's no way. Oh, man. He's screaming the whole way through it, too. Just, like, agony. I, page I, after no, okay, page. Oh, I just realized that I'm going down your path of dissing <laughs> books, and I won't. Don't distract Beowulf's me with Beowulf's not a book. Beowulf's some, like, fucking oral folklore horse shit. Oral that shit. folklore horse shit. He has, he has the oral tradition of telling stories. What horse shit? MMMM <laughs> has a three-star review. This is our last one. Scented edition? Ooh. Printing was just fine, especially for the price. However, the volume I received is drenched in some kind of cologne or incense-type scent. Ooh. It's been a few days in the scent persists very odd and it's bothering my allergies but i needed the copy to for work to teach it oh. if you don't have sensitivities it could be a plus nice smell wow lol i thought it was just me but other people have sniffed it and said it's a strong smell strangest thing wow and mm frankenstein does want a girlfriend mm is being haunted and yeah. i think that's fun you think haunted i think haunted by frankenstein mm, i don't know or you never know where the shit from Amazon comes from. True. So this is a haunted book. So what I think is that MMMM received a haunted book. Because what better book to haunt than Mary Sh- Wollstonecraft Shelley's Frankenstein? Um, The Exorcist, probably. I mean, I guess. But there's a little no but for you. No need to yes and. A little no but for you right there. Uh, what about The Exorcist, huh? Silence of the Lambs, there's a spooky one. Listen, if I was a ghost, do you know what book I'd haunt? What? The Bible. The Bible. Wouldn't that be fun? There you go. Yeah. (laughs) I just jump out and scare people. And that one can smell like cologne. It's got the whole frankincense thing going on in it. Yeah. I would just haunt the Bible and be like, boo. Yeah. If your Bible smells Ah. like sage, you're like, oh, yeah, fuck. I'm really in the moment now. I'm in the desert. Here we are. Yeah. We made it. Okay. But if your Frankenstein comes smelling like incense, then that means. You're being suited. You're being courted oh, by, by so the monster. Oh, the ghost of Frankenstein's monster is attempting to court. No, not even the ghost. M M M M. They never get Frankenstein at the end of the book. Spoilers. Well, as I recall, Victor I, Victor goes after Frankenstein in the yeah, Arctic or whatever. Bullshit. Yeah, he rows his little boat across the North Pole yeah, or whatever. Yeah, go like go to the North Pole for some fucking reason, and then like it ends on a big bloody question mark. Yeah. So I think I think Frankenstein is still out there chilling. The monster, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can stop clarifying. I don't. No, you know what? Fuck it, because we we all we all had that thing as a kid where we we learned that that's not the monster; it's the doctor. And then we smart assed all our friends like, "Yeah, that's not the monster; that's the doctor." You know what? It didn't stick. People still fuck it up. I say, if you can't beat them, join them. 
But the, the monster's Frankenstein. The doctor's Victor. But, sometimes but, fucking. Uh, sometimes Mel Brooks is there, listen, and he's doing a funny song and dance. But the whole and that's awesome. And then you get the the fucking sheriff that comes in with the arm that's weird, and then that's cool too. And we're all here, and we're all here to party. All I'm saying is that the point the points hold up. The point has been is that uh, Frank the monster wasn't the monster. Then who was because the monster? Because it was a whole. It's a whole exploration about free will and. All that kind of stuff. And so the monster wasn't the monster. Frankenstein, Dr. Victor Frankenstein was the monster uh-huh. all along. Okay, well... Dr. Victor Frankenstein is the monster. Is Dr. Victor Frankenstein green? Uh, Frankenstein wasn't green. Is Dr. Victor Frankenstein green? No. Is Dr. Victor Frankenstein seven feet tall? No. Is Dr. Victor Frankenstein, does he have bolts in his neck? I think that you should stop judging a book Does he have cover. tall hair? Okay. I don't know if he had tall hair. Does he go to the Arctic and think about how he can't bone? Yes. Okay, yeah, that part that yes. part's true. But yeah, yes, I, yes. I, I think my point no, is no, still no, made. No, 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 no. Dr. I got you. I got you. By I think every he metric, does go to the Arctic and think about how he can't bone. By so. every conceivable metric, Dr. Frankenstein is not a monster, not green, no bolt, not tall. I think that you are a very shallow person. We have a four star review for a Chili's in Philadelphia. <laughs> Um, we're back. We're back to the chilies. And we have a four star review for this, for this dang chilies. How, how do we feel like this is going so far? I think it's excellent. Good. I think we are okay. doing our level best and that is all we can bring to the table. Uh, four stars then for this. four stars. You know what? Yeah. Four stars. For, Valid. For this chilies. This is by KCB. KCB has a BA. I once did a project in college that examined how judges reference groups affected competency rulings for adolescents in the juvenile justice system. Neat. Read, colon, if a judge compared the adolescent to another adolescent defendant, were they more likely to deem them competent to stand trial than if they compared them to an adult defendant? Parentheses, nerd alert, I was a psych major. What? Uh, How are we doing? Wouldn't that be a BS? Whatever. How is this relevant to my Chili's review, you may ask? Well, Oh, yeah, Chili's. No, I had forgotten. <laughs> you forgot, yeah. I forgot. Well, it all depends on your reference group. If you're comparing Chili's, lowercase, to a five-star dining establishment, Chili's, lowercase again, probably gets one or two stars at most. But if you compare Chili's to its appropriate peer, a.k.a. the other shitty chains, we're in, fo- we're in four-star territory. <laughs> Favorites include, but are not limited to... Cheese curds, chicken fajitas, chicken crispers, old time burgers, Southwest egg rolls, boneless buffalo wings, bacon, chicken quesadilla, molten lava cake. Hearing just those menu items killed Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) You don't think Gordon Gordon Ramsay likes cheese curds, chicken fajitas? I I think just hearing because he's always rolling up into a place being like, your menu's massive. Yeah, right. And just those. I think he probably just Gordon Bennett's five pages. You know, you don't think Gordon Ramsay gets a little turned on by chicken crispers? Uh, you know, not, not since we found out they weren't crispy. Yeah, right. Or well, they were too crispy. Or they, no, there's a difference between the original and the crispy. There's yeah, a, there's crispy I, chicken crispers, and like what I like about a chicken crisper. And here, I wasn't expecting to have to. I was gonna dig into KCB's beautiful fucking. A dissertation yeah, on the I, Chili's experience. I get, that, I get that. Could I real quick? I know you're about to say something yeah. just so beautiful and important. Fine. Um, but uh, but. The only thing I've been able to think about ever since we had that conversation about chicken crispers 
is that at Chick-fil-A, which I obviously don't eat at anymore, but there was a very convenient one on my college campus 10 years ago. Um, you can get either like for their chicken nugget bits, you can get them like chicken nuggets or you can get them just grilled chicken bits. And I just wow. don't know the kind of person that you are if you just go and ask just for like little grilled bits of chicken. Um, probably someone on a low carb diet. But eat anywhere else. Where you, else is going to give you little? I, sometimes I don't Sometimes know. when you're on a low carb diet don't, and and you also you know you don't feel like enjoying the world today. I you don't I, feel like taking not. it like carnal pleasure is not on your to do list so for that day. So you're gonna go get some naked nuggets. Naked nuggets. Yeah. They look sad. They look so sad. I'm sure they. Do. I'm and sure they do. That's all I can picture when you said like not crispy chicken crispers. I I can only picture a sad, sad little box of like <laughs> grilled, <laughs> grilled quote unquote nuggets yeah. in a, in a little hateful a box, and I can't I can't get over that image, and it's so depressing. And what's yeah? Well, and the hardest thing about it is that when you do a chicken nugget. And you've got your sort of emulsified mixture of assorted chicken parts and sort of waste and refuse from the chicken plant. You know, they've gathered up all the little bits and bobs from the floor and they've put it into your chicken nuggets. <laughs> I mean, that's all fine because it's breaded anyway. It's like it's a carpet. Bra- we can't see You can't it. see how nasty your fucking floor is when you have a carpet. <laughs> it's same thing. You bread you bread all the bullshit and then you can't tell how gross it is. But when you grill it, it's like it's like it's naked. You you it's can't naked. hide it. You're now center sad. stage, nude in front of the entire audience. And now what do you do? You can't hide all the little gross, you know, folds and stuff. <laughs> it's all out there. Chick fil A. I'm just saying. Can maybe we, maybe maybe it's a brave thing. Chicken folds. Chicken folds. I really like it. One star from SG. Lena has the worst personality slash customer service. Oh, boy. She always messes up to-go orders. Yesterday, after not being there in a month, she's a hostess. It's as confusing as it sounds. I asked her a question about the bar, and she responded, What are you asking me for? And then asked, What the hell was my problem? When I went looking for the manager. Now, John, the manager, aggressively attacked me by saying I should not have came looking for him. There was no need. Oddly, I was still calm. I... I just don't know. I, I'm having a hard time with the kaleidoscope view that we are getting. We're Already. only looking through this kaleidoscope here. Already. And told him of Lena's behavior. John thought nothing of her actions and recommended that me and my party eat elsewhere for lunch. My party, whom was already seated, were told by the bartender, parentheses who is wonderful, that John told her not to serve them. This was an horrible customer service experience. Two people found that review funny. I just, if you start, <laughs> I guess four people found it funny. Officially. Officially. Um, I guess my problem is when you start your review by saying that someone has the worst personality, Yeah. it doesn't make me think that you treated them well. It doesn't make me think that you've engaged in this in this uh, debate in good faith. Yeah. It doesn't make me think that you were calm. It like, does, I know those are the words that you yeah. use to describe your actions, but yeah. the the picture, the canvas that I'm looking yeah. at paints a picture where you went in there looking for a fight. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, 
you know, it's that it's that thing that we've seen so much of in in the, in the past <laughs> right. four years, where where everyone says, "Hey, look, there's a fire," and a bunch of people say, "There's no fire." That's not a fire. And then the other group says, "No, I can like see it and feel it, and it's hurting me. It's hot. I don't like it. It's like it's like super hot." Um, <laughs> but I just like if you are going to pro tip, pro tip, yeah, pro tip reviewers this is brand new hot knowledge i've got yeah if you're gonna tell me that someone treated you poorly and it's a server in america yeah which gives me a kind of context for who that you know that person is given that they work in the service industry in america do not start your review by telling me they have a terrible personality (laughs) because it's not gonna put me on your side no, I'm gonna assume you threw. Gonna... I'm gonna assume you th- were throwing a piss fit the entire time and just yeah. couldn't own up to it. I'm just gonna do a couple more. I'm just gonna do a couple more. I'm ready. Well, let's live in the Chili's afterglow for just a little bit longer. A little bit longer. One star. This is from Marianne M. Wow, worst waitress ever. Uh oh. So here we go again. Uh oh. Here we go again. Here we go again. Didn't bring my appetizer. Said there was a shift change, but my co-diner got hers. Brought out my meal wrong. My co-diners was right. Dirty sugar on the rim of my martini glass. Co-diners drink was perfect. I was treating my friend for her birthday and she charged me too much for the bill. I had to get another waitress to fix it. She was ignorant. I still gave her a 20% tip because I didn't want my friend to be upset at all the things this girl did or alert her to it. Anyway, shut it down. Dirty place, rotten service, and horrible food. I mean, that last sentence, probably totally, totally valid. <laughs> what, I, what I'm what i noticing is yeah. that the this birthday friend only yeah. got to be a friend in the last sentence. I know. Co-diner. Co-diner. Is, like, I, I, I love gender-neutral language so much. Yeah. It's, like, my fave thing. But, Obs. like, we have, we have words like friend. Yeah. We have words we have like, like friend. co-worker, colleague, but, uh, p- uh, pal. Yeah. Um lover partner you know sexual lover what i I was in the chilies with my sexual lover makes it sound like you Uh, were there for sexual loving and fuck friend that is a different Uh so i just i just wanted to i wanted to zoom in on the word co-diner body pillow I was at the Chili's with my body (laughs) pillow i still tip 20 percent because i didn't want them to get upset <laughs> but yeah, no, and I just I I just wanted everyone to enjoy this little story where someone treated their friend, quote unquote treated their co-diner. Their, their co-diner to a dinner, a birthday dinner at Chili's, which not not much of a treat. And already. And then the co- the the reviewer spends the entire time having cold water dumped on their face while their co-diner has a great time. Has a great time. And every time they just have to sit there and be like, oh, no, fucking no, we can't believe it. I fucked up my meal. Oh, everything's great. No, everything's great. Don't worry. About it. Oh, fucking charge me too much. And maybe that's what Yelp is for. <laughs> for maybe <laughs> Yelp is your diary for when your co-diner's meal goes great and yours is garbaggio. Y- Yelp is Yelp is for the mumblings of the pissed off and irritable. That's it. One star. This is our last one. Okay. I think from Regina G. And there's a there's a picture with this one, but it's text, so it's gonna be fine. This is a good one. We came here. <laughs> I can't wait. We came here around eight for drinks and food. 
but our waiter obviously didn't care. We sat for 10 minutes while I watched him have casual conversation at the bar with a friend before he came to greet us. When he did, we ordered drinks. He walked away without asking if we wanted to order appetizers. Came back 10 minutes later with drinks that are watered down from them sitting at the bar. Took our order and was obviously frustrated and annoyed that we had questions about our food. Isn't that normal? (laughs) We ordered apps and he never came back to ask, did we want food? So at this point, we decide not to even order all in the midst. He's still talking at the bar to his friends. Then another 15 minutes before he comes and we request the check. I know servers work for tops, but this guy definitely did deserve one. So I wrote him a note. Oh, no, you didn't. You didn't, you bastard. Shall, shall I read the notes? No, I don't want to hear the note. They took a picture of the note. I shall I read the note? No, I don't want to. Would, would you like a delicious slice of the passive aggressive pie? Oh, oh it's going to taste like salt. Oh, oh it's, it's going to taste like sour lemons. Oh, God, I can't wait. Oh, my God. I'm so. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Dear waiter. Ah. <laughs> Dear waiter, dot, dot, dot. Next time, pay a gut, crossed out, enough attention to your paying customers. You would nonchalant, not caring, and interested in talking to the girl at the bar. Thanks for nothing. You suck. Like, just, just go trip off a sidewalk. Like, I don't want you to get hurt, but I do want you to skin your knee. Okay? I, like... Because I believe, you know uh, what? Your service, it probably wasn't great. Your server probably was distracted uh, by the girl at the bar. Like, fine. It probably was slow. And you probably had a reason to be irritated. That's fine. <laughs> just don't be rude. How, like, I can't count. I just want to get a <laughs> megaphone and go. I just, I just, stop it. People, other people are people. Other people are people. I'm not rolling up to your job saying, man, Carol, those accounts were not managed. You suck. Like, Thanks what for the nothing, fuck? you Thanks suck. Thanks for nothing, you suck. <laughs> like, just, it just takes so much more energy to be a dick. Like, just don't yeah. do it. You could just not do it, and it would be fine, and we would all be fine. You know, I was thinking about when I first found this review. <gasps> I know you got okay. you needed that, didn't you? Oh gosh, it came out when uh, when I first found that review, and I was thinking about it in the shower. That I, I knew that that's obviously the direction the review was going to go, commentary wise. Yeah, and then I started to think, like you know, and this goes along with the theme of this episode, where I've taken a number of stances that run contrary to the stances I should take, like being anti-book. Um, and I just kind of thought to myself, you know. Maybe this okay, so I you know, I, I don't agree with saying that this server sucks. But they did they did do some annoying shit. And maybe it's the least the server could do to see that there's a shitty passive aggressive note and just not read it and crumple it up and throw it away. And then this person got to vent some frustration that they clearly needed to vent. They got to practice their dictation and handwriting, which clearly needed it. And then everybody everybody loses a little less. I, but that's what Yelp is for. And and then this person, instead of, you know, uh, popping off and hitting somebody at some point because the fucking rage just was so uncontained, they got to like pop the gasket a little bit, write a little angry pissy note. The server just crumples it up, throws it away, keeps flirting. You know what? Everybody has a good time. No. 
No? No. No, the that doesn't fly? The customer can write their okay. fucking pissy note, and then they can crumple it up and throw it away. Because you shouldn't make other people read that. Well, just to be on the wrong side of history for a moment longer, I stand with the passive-aggressive note writers. I just, that would... <sighs> I felt bad saying that. Yeah, you should have. I felt a little gross saying that. So if you, hey, folks, hey, if you are against passive-aggressive note writers in restaurants who tell servers that they suck, <laughs> that they suck, <laughs> you can let us know uh, via email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, on Twitter at criticeveryone, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash criticeveryone. But the server get, did get topped 20%, so that's good. No. Uh, yeah, thanks to everybody who's been hanging out with us online. Thanks to X-Ray FM for having us on the network. You can check out more of their shows at xraypod.com. Thanks to brother of the show, Oliver, for our fantastic artwork. Merch might be on the way. Jess is shaking her head. Uh, we got, um, there's some like some stuff, uh, probably more that I need to say. We Thank got music. Thank you, Jazar, yeah. for Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear. Thank you to Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our little ad break music. And as always, thank you to Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which is our fucking bop of an intro. Uh, Jess moved into Halloween territory a little bit earlier than necessary. but and you Not can, earlier than necessary. You can expect the next couple of episodes to be very spooky. Spooky, spooky. Halloween. Very and then spooky. probably... The next three or four episodes after that, because we're gonna do second we're Halloween. We're just gonna we're just gonna keep being spooky until I get sick of it. Yeah, but and we're on gonna yeah. That note, we'll catch you next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>